You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us today on the podcast. But before we get to the show, the big show of show, the show of the week, you know what you got to do. Hit us up on all those social media outlets. If you could just do that for us, that would, well, it would help grow the show. So go to Twitter and get on there at TNWPod. That's where you can find us on Twitter. Uh, also, give uh, Casey Corbin a chance. Give me a tweet. Give me a follow. I'll, I'll, you know, all these apply to me and to Reese Turner as well. Um, hey, what about on Instagram? Go to Instagram. Oh, well, yeah, just go to Instagram, then go to Talking Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. We are also on Facebook at backslash Talking Wrestling. We are also on Spotify uh, at Talkin' Wrestling. Um, very repetitive. Also, check me out, Casey Corbin, on Spotify as well. On my Apple Music, same thing goes for me. Check me out. Check out Talkin' Wrestling on, on Apple Music. And, of course, iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. Give us a five-star review and a favorable rating. Or, wait, give us a five-star rating and a favorable review. Or do both if you like. We appreciate it all because it all helps grow the show. Now, with that said, are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? Oh, man. Uh, from the gentleman more than six feet away, it's my co-host with the most. Please welcome to the stage. Welcome to the stage. Or welcome to the show. It's Reese Turner. It's me, it's me, it's the R-E-double-E-S-E, baby. Reese, what's up, baby? Not much, not much. Just a whole lot of wrestling going down since we last talked. Holy smokes. Holy bejesus. Holy shit. We should have had some deaths. In the ring with some of this death-defying shit oh, that well, happened. Oh, well, my God. We'll get to that eventually. I have my thoughts Woo! on that. But uh, insane. First of all, I just want to say how happy I am. Uh, Backlash was great. It was it was a great follow-up to WrestleMania. And uh, Ronda Rousey is finally the champion. She's finally beaten Charlotte. I'm really happy about that, um, yeah. because every time she's fought and she's fought Charlotte, Charlotte taps out, but the ref doesn't see it. This time, this oh. time, it is an I quit match. Yeah. It's, you know, you have to quit, and uh, well, Charlotte, not only did she quit the match, but she's got to quit wrestling for a while, so we won't be seeing her unless you follow her on Instagram. And then you'll see her on the beach, all hot, and Getting married to Andrade El Idolo. But you will not see her in the ring 
with the title anytime soon because Ronda Rousey is back in town and she's got the title on her and it's going to take more than Charlotte and Becky Lynch to get it off for this time. I'll tell you that right now. And they didn't even do it. Seven foot tall woman, a seven foot taller. I don't care. You're going to have to put a wig on almost and and call her almost a girl or something Uh, like that. But it ain't going to happen. Backlash, great card. Like uh, Cody and Seth came out on the top, tore it up. Great match. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting, maybe I like Cody better than WWE than AEW. I don't know. I, I don't. never stopped liking Cody. Yeah. So like, I liked him in AEW, even when everybody was booing him. I didn't get why people were booing him so much. I didn't like him. It's like when you he tried, but he was trying too hard to be so well-liked, I think. Like sometimes The Miz does and when he wants to be liked or whatever. And sometimes it's just too much. You know, it's like, we get it. You're just, I always compare Cody to the Miz because, well, they're always wearing their suits. They always got their wife with them. They're always doing side projects and side shows and sides this and sides (laughs) that. And, you know, and and, and their wrestling is mediocre at best. Oh, no. Cody Rhodes is a good worker. uh, And you also forget the the Miz has also headlined WrestleMania and been a world champion. Which is something Cody's never done, but yeah. I will say, I know, like, hey, listen, man, Vince McMahon liked liked uh, liked the Miz, and maybe if uh, no, I don't want to, I don't want to be the guy, but maybe if Cody Rhodes' voice was a little bit different, he'd gotten a more substantial push. Vince McMahon is a very superficial dude. Yeah, and that slight affectation to his voice might have been enough to tell Vince, no, "This isn't my top guy." Possibly. And that's a shame. Possibly. Cody Rhodes is a fucking phenomenal worker. I like him on the mic. Yeah, I like I like Cody Rhodes. I think he's fantastic. I think he's great for wrestling. I think. Um, did you watch the Broken Skull uh, uh, show with uh, Austin and, and Cody? No, but I caught some. I caught some of the answers though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like some of the answers became kind of like viral. Like his favorite band is Our Lady Peace, for example. Yeah, he should have just fuck? said. And I don't that, even think anybody in Our Lady Peace's favorite band is Our Lady Peace. Well, <laughs> no, it's definitely Rain. It's definitely Rain Maida's favorite band. No, Rain Maida is Rain Maida's favorite singer, but he's not a fan of the rest of Our Lady Peace. No, because, because they bring down Rain Maida. Yeah, and 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 they won't sell their rights of Our Lady Peace to him, so he gets really upset. So, um, yeah, there's one of them that still has their rights. The others have sold it to him, so he owns like seventy five percent of Our Lady Peace. But then the one other guy, he just won't sell. I wouldn't and sell either. Why would you? It's as much yours as it is his. Yep. And you're going to get all the royalties? Fuck you, Exactly. Rain. Fuck you. You don't get all the rain. You got to yeah, give some of the other farms. Yeah, you got you you know, you know got Chantel Kreviatsuk there. You, you, already, you already won. You, Relax now. Yeah, everybody. You know, he's got a whole new uh, Our Lady piece. And uh, I would Stone Cold's like, what? Who are they? And then he's like, uh, Chris Benoit's music, Our Lady Peace, remember? Because uh, Benoit did have Our Lady Peace do his theme song that he had for wow. years. Um, so also, Backlash, uh, I can't get enough of RK, bro. I love that Randy Orton is happy. The marijuana yeah. r- laws in the WWE are relaxed. That's they're they're no longer in effect. So now Randy can be Randy, 
and Randy. and Riddle can be Riddle, and they can have the best time on Randy's bus, and they can have the best time on Raw because the laws are relaxed, and so are they, and they're so goddamn entertaining. You know, they're not the only ones that wanted to smoke. You know, Street Profits wanted to smoke too. They've been asking they say it for all it. the time. They, we want to smoke. All the time they say it. All the time. All the time. So I'm glad WWE has uh, eased up on that law. Uh, Street Profits and uh, and uh, RK Bro, man, they were so good on Monday Night Raw this week. Uh, even Raw was good. The only thing I didn't like that the WWF did this week, Backlash was great. Raw was solid, but I'm not big on the edge angle. It looks like they're trying to be Alistair McAllister. And the, the ministry the, of the ministry of the House of Black. In well, it Burke. looks like it looks like they're trying to be the House of Black too, and it's like no, no, they're doing it in the AEW. And they're now, doing it way better. AEW is doing it way better. Yeah, way Come better. Come on, you see, um, Malachi and just Brody together, and that is scary enough on their yeah. own. Then you add the then you add the fucking little freaky ginger full of muscles. Yeah. Buddy, yeah, that's that's you want to piss your pants. No, exactly. And so, what do I got to look at? Edge is trying to. He's wearing a dark suit, and then they got who's who's with him now. The big secret. Oh boy, yeah, Judas Priest. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Damian Priest. They fixed his teeth, and now he looks better, and he looks marketable, and he's with Edge, and they're they're all wearing black, and then now, oh my God, real Ripley. Because I guess a lot of women were being a threat to this new faction, and yes. I'm just not buying it. it. It's 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 not for sale, and I just think they're doing it better over on AEW right now with that with the House of Black and 100%. with Death Triangle. They're also wearing a lot of black, and they're also great. The Tranquilo de las Muertes. Crazy, Oscar. Oscar was not ready for Oscar. Oscar was not ready for Becky on Raw. Tell you that, crazy, craziness. And Roman, Roman's going to take some time off. The Bloodline's well, going to take some time off, and like everybody's all worried. Oh, I'm like, why do we need to see the champ every week? We don't ah, see. That's what I've been saying the whole time. Like, this is why I don't mind that, like, the belts don't get defended that often and shit because it's the world championship. We, like, the rarity makes it special. Yes, it's supposed to be defended every 30 days. No, once in a blue moon. Oh, no, we've argued, we argue, we did this last week. That's no. what I'm saying. Bruno San Martino held it for 5 million days. <laughs> look at, look at, the, the Hogan, the, the, rule, the rule has always been, according to Jack Tunney, the champion must defend his title every 30 days. And it's definitely being defended more than 30 days. But the Hangman's thing is... Hangman's been doing it. Hangman's been doing it. When I, when I watched wrestling as a kid, and I looked at Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan never, ever defended the title on superstars. He would, he would show up in an interview and that's it. But once Saturday Night's main event started, then those were like the first pay-per-views. They happened once a yeah. month. They took over SNL, and Hogan would always wrestle on those shows. And those shows... Because he's it, their most popular property. Yeah, so 
So Hogan, you wanted to see Hogan like before Saturday Night's Main Event, you wanted to see Hogan, you had to pay to go see Hulk Hogan. Because he was yeah. not on regular television. Uh-uh. And that's what what wrestling was. Like you were going to you you on TV you got them to see to beat up the good guys, but if you want to see Saturday night's main event matches, you gotta go see them live. It's crazy. TV has changed everything because now you get to see main event main events every All Monday night. So uh just crazy the but uh WWE solid week. Uh, Roman, everybody's all worried where Roman's going to go. Big deal. Roman doesn't want to be at WrestleMania. He might make a movie. He might uh, take a month off. might go have sex with his beautiful wife. What business is it anybody's but his? Yeah. You know I'm saying? Let, him, let him go sow his oats. You go crazy, Roman. You do you, baby. You... I acknowledge you and your need to be a man. You know what? The bloodline is fine without him for a while the usos can keep it up maybe they bring in someone else they got another bloodline member in nxt wrestling right now you know he's got to be related to them he's got all the same tattoos so who knows who knows um little little scrappy do bring him up a little scrappy do um crazy 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 stuff the uh, what else happened? I'm just trying to remember that. Okay, bro. Oh, Rhea Ripley, get out of here. Oh, Alexa Bliss yeah. made her return finally, and yeah, she, she does. Brought Lily with her. But... She brought R- Lily, but that's it. There's no reeking of previous gimmicks. She seems to be smiling. She wants to be over, uh, and she's bringing Lily with her because Lily moves merch. So. That's really the way I look at it. Needle mover. Yes. And people are happy. Sonya Deville, no longer a, a, an authority figure. Steph Tolev's younger sister is out. But Steph Tolev is in. She's doing well. She's killing it. Killing it. I thought, like, honestly, I've always thought that of, uh, of what's her name? Sonya right? Deville? Sonya Deville is that she looks like she could be related to Steph Tolev. Oh, like Totally. Like, they're definitely sisters, and Steph is the more talented one. Fuck you, Sonya! <laughs> no, but that was great. She, get, uh, she gets fucking demolished by Alexa Bliss in like five moves. Yeah. And now, of course, also, I don't know how you've never told me this, being from Montreal, following the wrestling scene, <laughs> how you never told me about Kenny Owens. Ken Owens, oh, older brother of Kevin Owens, we One of the greatest of the wrestlers game. of all time, Ken Owens. We thought he was at, listen, we thought he was out of the game. And when somebody's out of the game, and the way he left, it was like the way he left the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> when somebody leaves the game that way, you got to kind of just let them walk into the sunset, man. You don't talk about them anymore. They did what they did. It's like you know El, what I mean? It's like El Generico. Nobody just talks about like El Generico El anymore. Generico. But that's exactly it. He walked same in that dusty-ass sunset. Just same with Kenny Owens. Kenny Owens showed up on Raw this week. Couldn't and believe it. Uh, Fucking my heart jumped eight beats. <laughs> but but it was because we all know Ezekiel is a is is Elias and Elias is Ezekiel. No 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 wait he's his brother. No 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 they are one in the same. Damian Sandow is Elias. Ezekiel no. <laughs> is Ezekiel. Damien Sandow is not even 
anywhere right now. He's he doing a, a podcast. Peter is Elias. Coincidence? We're doing a podcast. Coincidence? Uh, Ezekiel is there. Look at Ken Owens That's showed up, and then it turns out it wasn't Ken Owens, and Elias Ezekiel was shocked when Ezekiel, the, the wig came off. The way yeah. he looked, like his eyes were like, he thought that was Ken Owens for real. Well, could they bear a very striking resemblance? Striking resemblance. The only thing that was different, even like we saw, was the hair. It's just yeah, ever so slightly. Like Ken's got a gray head of hair. Yes, gray, gray hair, and and, and gray. Old gray bush, old gray bush Owens. We used to call him. That hair went gray at twenty four years old. Would you believe that? I do believe that. I believe there was uh, there was some frost on the pipes before there was. Uh, <laughs> It's an old Jocko joke. Or there's frost on the pipes before there was ever any on the roof. Um, there's this guy. There's a mammoth. This Veer Mahan. Uh, yep. He wrestled this guy that was a nobody, but he kind of looked like Kate, he right. kind of looked like Dime Store Wardlow. Well, I love that because like what, like I love how they've taken to interviewing these people now. It's like. Oh, uh, so why are you doing this? And the guy's like, well, I've got a family. Yeah. i got a family that i got to provide for, and I don't care. And then he just gets fucking destroyed, yeah. and you laugh about it because we're bad people. They're like, i got a family. I'm like, did you not know? They fired Heath Slater. That guy had kids. <laughs> yeah. You know? They fired him. They don't care. So uh, funny, the, um, oh, my, and then on Raw also, uh, Cody Rhodes, again, having a great match with uh, Theory. Uh, theory, I'm starting to like this guy more and more since I saw him at Mania. Even though I knew what he's all about, but you know it was all it was all pretty good. Uh, Dewdrop and uh, Nikki Ash look like they're on the outs. Looks like Dewdrop could turn a heel. Um, no, not Dewdrop. Yeah, maybe she's gonna be dropping dues before doing drops. Uh, and Chiampa versus Ali. Mustafa Ali, I didn't even know he was still around. That was crazy. Back. The Came the Miz back. was a referee in the match for somehow, uh, yeah. for some reason, and he uh, he it looks like he's gonna be feuding with Mustafa Ali very very soon. Of course, uh, Bianca and Oscar and in no contest because the brutal attack by uh, Becky Lynch. So Becky Lynch, crazy crazy crazy. That was Sunday Monday for mm-hmm. me. And then Tuesday, oh my God, Tuesday. Young Rock. Young Rock is Tuesday, on. Tuesday. Young Rock went in the season finale, I do believe. Oh. It's such really? A, already? Yeah, I, they're already 10 episodes up. Yeah, I think Holy it's a shit. season end. It was great. I love Young Rock. I, I got to binge it. I haven't watched any of this season yet, and I'm going to binge it. This season is better than last season. I will say that because they bounce all around. I didn't like around. last season, though. I, I like last season. Yeah, but this season... It's just better. There are more wrestler okay. performances. There's more wrestling storylines. Uh, we learn about Rocky Johnson and and uh, Tony Atlas that they didn't get along so well. Uh, you know, we kind of get worked in the show as we're watching the show about people that are doing works sometimes. And I like that. And I like that they're teasing WrestleMania with uh, a young Roman Reigns climbing all over a young Dwayne Johnson who is 23 to his seven. So, uh, or something like that. And he's like, when are we going to wrestle? And he's like, oh, that's a match for WrestleMania. 
you know. So they they teased it on the show. So it's gonna gonna, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen at WrestleMania. They're gonna put the Rock into the Hall of Fame. They're gonna put Batista into the Hall of Fame. Uh, it's going to be amazing. Gorilla Monsoon in the Hall of Fame. Oh, he will be in the Hall of Fame. So it's great. It's going to be great. And uh, speaking of also great, uh, OTT Wrestling had a good turnout at their show on Saturday. That was great to hear. Congratulations. Um, Congratulations, fellas. Congratulations. Uh, Folks. Folks, and uh, and then of course AEW uh, Wednesday was uh, once again God just damn bananas. stellar, stellar, stellar performances, stellar uh, episode. Um, Jeepers, where like, let's see. Oh my God, we're so we opened the fucking first match was the. Gosh darn Brett Owen Hart Invitational Tournament match between Adam Cole and Dax Harwood. And now, and Martha Hart is there. Dr. Martha Hart. She's a doctor now. I didn't know she was a doctor. And Martha Hart is there. And she's the strange thing about her and Owen is they're one of those couples that looked identical to each other. Like when you see her, you see Owen. Reese, what's going on? Are you frozen? There you are. Am I frozen? No, you're all right. You're all okay. good. But yeah, right, so I was you... with you. I'm with you the whole time. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you see, like Martha looks like Owen. So when you see Martha, you see yeah. Owen. You see a blonde 100%. person that's good looking with a huge nose, and that's what yeah. Owen. And just, and it's great. I, when I was a kid, yeah, it was just like wow. Yeah, that's pretty much you're describing her perfectly. <laughs> well, it's just weird whenever you see couples that date each other. It's like, wow, you must really love yourself. Because but sometimes they turn into each other over time. That's kind of weird, too, you know. It morphs, it morphs into it. Yeah, I wouldn't want that with my wife if I ever have one. Because if she has a beard, I'm going to be like, you shave it off. <laughs> so, or I have to because we can't go to a party looking the same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that match, man, that first fucking match was a banger. Oh, like, yeah. Really you like. It. And then, yeah, because like the whole kind of narrative about that is it's like that's a Bret Hart guy versus a Shawn Michaels guy. You know what I mean? Oh, and is it ever a Shawn Michaels guy? Because his sharpshooter was a bag of shit, just like Shawn Michaels' sharpshooter. <laughs> Like he, he couldn't, too back he it, doesn't, yeah. he can't, he couldn't get his legs up, and it's just a bent knee, and it looked, it looked like the sharpshooter that Brett put on Yoko, except there's, except there's no reason for a sharpshooter to be that shitty with a wrestler that talented, or two wrestlers that talented, very talented, shitty sharpshooter, <laughs> shitty shitty sharpshooter, yeah, and he won with it. That's what's crazy. Well, I bet you Martha was like, "That's a shitty sharpshooter." She probably said that to OG right beside her. Shitty sharpshooter. Shitty sharpshooter. I know Brett was sitting at home, or Brett probably texted Dax afterwards and was like, "Dude, shitty sharpshooter. That's what you get from a fucking guy being mentored by Shawn Michaels." <laughs> Baby. Baby, I'm kind of getting over Magnolia Tom Cruise. I'm kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I like him. I don't know. I'm maybe it's just maybe I'm just tired of saying baby, or it just takes too long to get to the boom 
from the baby. I don't know. You wanted to hurry the fuck up. Eh? Oh, come on, man. Stop milking yeah. the fucking cow. Let's go. Fuck. But <laughs> no, the next match was that was fantastic though, and I really fucking love that. It was uh, uh, Dark Order's John Silver uh, versus CM Punk, and CM Punk trolls you and your boys. Oh boy! Oh, Here I do. This was gonna happen on the show, and I knew it. And let me tell you. I, you know how I knew this was going to happen? Because starting, uh, now I didn't see the show last night. I missed the show. I was out doing a show myself. I missed the show. This morning, I wake up to all these texts, pictures <laughs> of CM Punk, who I love, who That's worships right. Bret Hart, who's CM Punk in the past. Uh, he, he, look, it's this MJF feud. That was making Got him crazy. It's it's making him feud with Long Island, and CM Punk has now managed to do what Bret Hart did. He has alienated himself in Long Island, where he's a favorite everywhere else in the world, except so for on good. Long Island. And it's so good. And last time they booed him because MJF is from Long Island, and he really plays it up. But to yeah. see what, just to see. <laughs> at first, I was like. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? I laughed so hard when he turned around. I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. He comes out. I see the jersey. I was like, okay, he's making up for the past. He's making amends. He's making amends. I also noticed that his boots and his knee pads were also Islander colors. So when I noticed the boots, which I've noticed he's worn in Long Island before. And so I'm like, okay, he's wearing the Islander colors. He's got the jersey. It's Anders Lee. And then he kept the technical. I'm like, no, no, are you fucking kidding me? He's wearing pajama boy, his fucking, fucking top. He turns around and there's the name that every Islander fan hates. The fucking, you know, we thought we were going to see Jake the Snake. We see Sweet. Tavares the Sweet Snake. Johnny Tavares. Johnny the Snake Tavares. Johnny. Beloved captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Johnny Pajama Boy Tavares, uh, who left the island uh, like they were an island of misfit toys to go to Toronto to play second. To go, oh, sorry, I got to go home because I'm 23 and I have no personality. So he goes home. He he fucking, he runs home. Yes, and how close have they come so far? How close? They haven't, they haven't, they had, we might have, we were one goal away from going to the cup from, and, 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 and the coach of Tampa Bay, who is easily handling the Leafs right now, the coach of Tampa Bay even said they had us on the ropes, and if they could have beat us, they would have won the cup in four. There's, They're not handling them right now. The Leafs are handling the series right now. Hopefully they win tonight, baby. Let's well, we'll look at If they do, it's because the Islanders have fucking tired them out the last two years in a row. They loosened them up. But Tavares, I'll tell you right now, the biggest difference between John Tavares and CM Punk is CM Punk is known to give guys a knee in the head where where fucking Tavares is known to take a knee in the head and then miss the rest of playoffs. 
you know, and it's not even a good knee in the head. It's a knee in the head from Corey Perry in Montreal. It's not a CM Punk go to sleep, but Tavares takes a fucking Corey yeah, Perry knee to the head, and he goes to sleep for the entire fucking playoffs. To he's, be fair, I think he hit the knee at a much higher velocity. Yeah, 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 because he's on skates, but no, make no difference. Make no difference. Make no difference. <laughs> CM Punk is known for kneeing guys in the head, and John Tavares is known for taking naps and wearing pajamas and being the snake that he is. And, <laughs> and, you, and you know, CM Punk, I'll tell you, when you come to Toronto, you can wear as many Tavares jerseys as you fucking want. I'm going to boo you every time. I'm going to boo you every time now. I'm gonna, I'll boo you to your face. I'll go up and say, boo. And I respect <laughs> CM Punk because he is a hockey fan. He's a Chicago Blackhawks fan. He loves Stan Makita. He loves Bobby Hull. Boys. But let me tell you this. Let me tell you. I'm going to tell you this one last thing. The CM Punk Tavares... I know what he was doing. My favorite part of it all was Excalibur, who knows nothing about hockey. Excalibur says, I don't know why the fans are booing him. He's wearing their colors on his gear, and he even wore in a team jersey tonight to get to get them to like him. I was like, Excalibur, it was a John Tavares jersey. That's like wearing a fucking Judas jersey to fucking Easter. You know, you don't fucking wear the jersey. The guy stabbed you in the back. So, and you know, and not only that, he left a team that was in the playoffs to go play second fiddle. Yeah, they put the C on him. The C is just for Canadian. That's all it is because he's not the captain of the fucking Leafs. Austin Matthews is the leader of the Leafs. You don't, you don't score over 60 goals and not be the leader of that fucking team. Austin Matthews is the leader, and when he wants to go home to fucking Phoenix, Arizona, uh, when his contract's up, maybe you'll cry a different tune, Toronto. Until that, let's get back to the wrestling. Uh, so CM Punk won. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course he won. <laughs> of course he won. Again, he had to take the he had to take the Tavares jersey off to win. Remind you of that. Yeah, that's true. That's amazing. I love that so much. Uh, the next match, uh, we got to see the debut of everybody's favorite demon-possessed wrestler, Danhausen, uh, <laughs> versus uh, Tony Nese. I love his gear. I love he got I new gear. I loved every part of this exhibition, we'll call it. I loved every single part of it. When he goes to curse Tony Nese and then Smart Tur uh, Sterling jumps on the apron, distracts him, and then he gets fucking donked. Yeah. Like, and then that's it. He loses the match, and then fucking Hook comes out. Well, wait a minute. Tony Knees delivers some knees, yeah, just Tony like knees CM Punk. There was a lot yeah. of knees flying around that Tavares would not Tons have been comfortable of with. Knees. Tons of knees. Tons of knees. <laughs> Perry knees. Tyler needs. Everybody's knees. So, bees knees, as we call it. The bees knees. Uh, yeah. That, it looks like, and then Hook made his first appearance ever on AEW Wednesday Night's Dynamite. Hook came down and somewhat saved Danhausen. He did save Danhausen and then shook his hand. And and shook his hand and uh, this getting This is the first alliance or of any Hook is a loner. I don't even think he talks to his dad. He like, was part of Team Taz. I, I'm pretty sure he is still part of Team Taz. But well, it just doesn't really. It's Ricky Starks and Will Hobbs are doing all the shit together, and Taz is just kind of the, you know. Last night, 
Last yeah. night was a good night for Team Taz. It was because the very next match, uh, our boy, Absolute Ricky Starks, went over our other boy, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Now, okay, I know at some point they're going to break up the Lucha, 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 the Lucha. They're going to break up Jungle Soros. They're Soros's at least going to move, Jungle least gonna move Christian away from them. So, but the thing is, it's like, I don't know what this accomplished because they're really making uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry look like a, a pussy at the end. Like, what? Why is he so upset about a loss? Shake it off. Ricky Starks is a great wrestler. It's yeah, only one FT, loss. The FTW title doesn't really mean it. And the FTW, but he's like, it's like he fucking lost to Adam Page. By the way, CM Punk's fucking looking at Adam Page and then doing his fucking move, the buckshot lariat. Was was also fantastic. I cannot wait for Double or Nothing and to see CM Punk wrestle Adam Page because Adam Page needs to be beat CM Punk because that will put him at a different level. Yeah, he's beaten Kenny Omega. He has to beat C. He has to beat CM Punk. Yeah, he has to. Or else he's gonna be. At a tier underneath. To, and then I think fucking, uh, what's his name? Miro needs to come back as a mean motherfucker and start ripping people. Is out. is Miro going to be the Joker in the Owen Hart tournament, or is I it going to be so. Cesaro? Oh, it's, oh, who knows, but I'll be happy with either one. All right. All right. Now, I don't think it's fair for him to fight a woman, though. Anyways, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm joking. we're talking the Joker on the men's side of the tournament. Yeah, of course. So uh, the next thing we got there. Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did we skip the MJF segment? No. I thought that. Yeah. I don't even remember when it was. It was all blur because I was pretty baked all day today. But oh, yeah, okay. But, well, let's talk about that segment. Then. Okay. Let's well, let, no, segment. let's talk about Hayter versus uh, Tony Starr. That yeah, was, okay. it, 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 you know, it was okay. It was okay. I didn't actually, I don't even have any thoughts about it, to be honest. I thought it was good. Uh, Tony, Tony Storm won. Yeah, um, your driver there at the end. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I thought it was a good match. And uh, it, it's There's not, a- it's not giving us what we, what we wanted. Uh, I think we wanted to see Hader versus uh, Britt Baker. Uh, mm-hmm. The interview before the match that kind of set that up made me want to see yeah. it. Um, looks like her and Rebel had already a plan in case Hater yeah. was gonna win. So case. you don't know. I hear you. Yeah, you don't no, know. No. But uh, but uh, yeah, we had a couple really solid promo packages tonight. Uh, we had uh, one of my K. My favorite line I think of professional wrestling in 2022 was uttered last night by uh, Mr. Christopher Jarek when he said, "Shut up! I'll throw a fireball at your face." Because I'm a wizard. Uh, I popped so hard. I laughed for a good three and a half minutes. When I heard that, I immediately started picturing the T-shirt. Like, they're printing the T-shirts as he's saying it. Cause and I'm buying six of them. <laughs> I just bought I just bought uh, GTF shirts. No, <laughs> no, no, what is it? I'll GFO? GFO. Go want, fuck yourself. The- GFY. I'll, I'll throw, and then I'm in like a group chat with some other comics, uh, and sometimes we talk about wrestling, and we were talking about that, and somebody was like, "I don't get it. What's with the fireball thing? That's like the stupidest thing." And I'm like, "You don't get the gimmick. 
the gimmick is that's the most like sports entertainer type of attack that can happen. Oh yeah. Yeah. Next to somebody drowning you in milk or whatever, or a beer truck. You know what I mean? Like there's only perfect two places. They throw fireballs, three places at a kiss concert, uh, at, at, at a wrestling match or sometimes a really good Tom Cruise fucking bartender, like cocktail type shit. TGI Fridays, motherfucker in the eighties. Wizard. Yeah, that's I fucking love that segment so much. And guess who called that little if you listen back, folks, to the debut of the Blackpool Combat Club and the debut of this Jericho Appreciation Society, I believe your boy here went and said, Yeah, they're gonna fight. This is the fight. Because one is the pro wrestlers we beat up wrestlers, and the one is oh, we're the best wrestlers in the fucking world, and we beat the shit out of everybody. So it was only a matter of time until they lined up to fight, and it just happened to be here. And it was great how John Moxley comes out first, and they're like, oh, you don't get the numbers thing. And then fucking out come Daniel Bryan, Wheeler, Yuta, and fucking Regal. It's like, oh, we still got you licked. And then they turn around, and it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And so then. And then. then Santana and old Eddie Kingston. And then. Uh, fucking Excalibur fucked it up again for the second. The first time he said, <laughs> he, 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 like, later on he admitted he knew nothing about hockey because they told him the Tavares miss up. But then he goes, as as they have Jericho cornered and the and his group cornered, he actually said there's nowhere to there's nowhere to hide. And I was like, no, no, the new Jericho song from off his new album Boombox. Is called Nowhere to Run. You should have said, Chris oh, Jericho, know. you got nowhere to run. That would have been a good talk. And it would have been a good I didn't time. Know that. Yeah, I didn't know that about that. Oh, apparently, uh, the but boys honestly, from. Honestly, that was phenomenal because well, when he got throttled by Eddie Kingston, he didn't try to punch him or nothing. He just got him on the ground and started choking him. And I thought that was phenomenal. Jericho's jacket was awesome. Jericho looked awesome. Um, you know, we also, well, a couple of weeks ago, you were doing your impersonation of one of the members uh, from Montreal. What is his name? The uh, the one with the big, big magic. Yeah, <laughs> you were saying you're to do that again. Tell him what if what is he like again? You say because you know guys like that in Montreal with the big faces. <laughs> They're like those fucking broken. Level <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just. I just took a very big hit of a very big joy. Uh, <laughs> there's a... You know, bro, this is how it's got to be. And it will be this way till the end of time. <laughs> I love these guys, bro. Like, they're fucking straight up. <laughs> they're amazing. They're my favorite type of Quebecer. They're very excited, but hard accent, wild-eyed francophones. Ah, oh, so good. So good. So good. Uh... The whole the whole MJF segment though uh, was was phenomenal. MJF more than made up. He came out in an Islander jersey, and uh, there's no shenanigans. He was wearing a Brett Lindros jersey with Lindros's name taken off and MJF put on the back. And I might even do the same. I have a number fifty five Islander jersey. I'm thinking about getting the name Johnny Boychuk taked off and getting MJF put on. Because 
Like I would love to meet MJF wearing an Islander jersey that says MJF. To me, that is great. He no, comes you should out. do. You should go and get an Islanders jersey made with an MJF, but replace Long Island with like what does the MJF call it? The Holy Land. Yeah. Well, so I call it. Whole- what did I call yeah. it? First time I ever went there. Oh, I called it Mecca. Which is the Holy Land, right? Yeah, so just yeah. put that where, it, where like, the text goes on the jersey. You put Holy Land. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was great. Wardlow had to come out. He was handcuffed. Uh, they have so many security guys at AEW that uh, Dave Chappelle would never get attacked if he was in the ring. I'll tell you that. Uh, you know what, too? How about the whole thing about attacking comedians? Uh, you know, Bret Hart was attacked at the Hall of Fame for crying out loud. You know, like this yeah. happened long before the Oscars and long before, but it was wrestling. Everybody thought it was work. Nobody knew it was serious, but that guy got fucked up the way Dave yeah. Chappelle's guy did. Like fucked up. Uh, as it should be. As it should be. Um, yeah. So look at that. We got uh, MJF comes out. They sign the contract. Wardlow signs the contract. Everything goes nuts. And uh, and then it's pretty much over. You know, that's pretty much yeah. it. So it's yeah. happening. Sean Spears looked great. Uh, what's his name? The manager. He was all, right, all in right. Islanders right. colors. He was great. He took a couple moves. Uh, Wardlow. Table. Wardlow's ready. And uh, it's going to be a good match at uh, double. Double or nothing is going to be a fucking card. The We Watch Wrestling great. Boys are going to be there. They're doing a free show at Nerd Bar. I believe it's at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, maybe 1 o'clock. Go to We Watch Wrestling Podcast. Check it out. They're doing a live show. I was with them in the one in Dallas. It was amazing. This show is free. Yeah, so go check yeah. that out. Go check that out. How many other podcasts plug other podcasts? We're good hey. guys. We're good guys. We do We're good, good guys. things. We're a couple of good Canadian boys. Couple of good Canadian boys. Yeah. Even though uh, we watch wrestling this week, they started off by shitting all over Jericho because they said he lip sank at the Whiskey Go Go. And then they shit all over Edge because they don't like what Edge is doing right now. And I was like, these guys are trying real hard. They're just a couple of good Canadian boys. Hey, boy. <laughs> I got, got real sad for that one. Uh, so we got it. Speaking of two good boys, they're not. Canadian, but they're psychopaths. Who are these guys? Fucking, can we talk about the Darby Island Jeff Hardy finale? Oh boy, okay. I'll just, okay, I'm just gonna say this. Yes. Um, we knew what this match was gonna be. We know what it's gonna be. But at some point, I just think. There's a time and a place for it, and it's not on Wednesday night. I think if you're going to do this something, it's a double or nothing. Also, I also think that they shouldn't have gave it away for free. It was a crazy-ass move, but it's not necessarily a move. It's not a spot. It falls into the category that I call a wrestling stunt. And... See, it was a swanton off of the fucking ladder. Yeah, into those chairs point. from a far height. That's not. Yeah. It's a stunt, but. But it's also yeah. But yeah. but here's my thing. You're wrestling in a tournament 
for a guy who was killed doing a wrestling stunt. Don't do it. Just leave it out. Leave the high, super, super duper high spot out and do it on double or nothing. Don't do it in the Owen Hart tournament. Fucking you, Martha Hart has to sit there and watch this move. What if it went wrong during the Owen Hart tournament? Fuck. Are you kidding me? Like, we don't need people. And it's been happening a lot lately. This fucking Cody Rhodes' match with Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara with the fucking with this, uh, Scorpio Sky. He almost fucked himself up going above and beyond on a high spot. I'm just it's saying. what they do, man. Well, it's but what I, they do. I don't hate it as much as you do. Man. I'm just saying it's what they do, but yeah. it's like don't do it in the Owen Hart tournament. Just be out of respect and save it for double or nothing. That's the only problem. I, if, if that wasn't the Owen Hart tournament and Martha Hart wasn't there and it was on last regular show, I would have been okay with it. But uh, I'm really for save it for the pay-per-view. Don't no, give that I, shit away for free. See, I am uh, of this of the opinion that I don't mind it because you shouldn't treat your live like you shouldn't treat your television as like as a nothing event. Like this gives it some gravitas when people do stuff like that, and they don't overdo it on Dynamite, which makes it even more impactful. And you can't expect a match between Darby Allen and Jeff Hardy not to be some kind of crazy dude. There was plenty types of crazy. As JR pointed out, yeah. you ram your bag into that turnbuckle, it's not a post. It's a square. It's got edges that are harder on your body. Oh yeah. That you might be the most hardest shit. part. That might be the most hardest part of the ring. The yeah. post edges. Yeah. Just think probably. about it. Yeah, I would argue probably the top of the post. Ooh, I don't want to hit that either. You know, See, that's what I'm saying. Again, and let's not knock many wrestlers loopy. Then, Scott Sting a couple times. No, Owen hit the turnbuckle on the way down too. So let's not oh, uh, no, no. Yeah, let's not let's it. not think about that. And that is happening that, this no. month, by the way. His it's amazing that his birthday was like two weeks before uh, the accident. You know, it's awful. Uh, so Owen's heart's birthday was last week, and uh, the accident is coming up. I do believe it's on the 27th or the 29th. Of May, I cannot. I was 100% at a pool remember. party. I was at a pool party, and we were watching that pay per view. I was uh, at a pool party. I was at a hockey game that afternoon uh, for the Memorial Cup final between the Ottawa Sixty Sevens and the Calgary Hitmen, and I was oh. in the audience. And Brett the Hitman Hart was also in the audience. I got his autograph and met him that day, Jeez. and then. I drove home and went home and watched the pay-per-view. Bret Hart hopped on a plane and went to Los Angeles. And uh, our lives were changed that day. More his more so than mine. But, um, you know, because I watched the pay-per-view that night and I taped it. And I still have the tape on VHS to this day. And, uh, yeah, it was, you know, horrible. And then Bret found out uh, on the flight. Because the pilot knew he was on the flight. And imagine, I don't know how that comes across conversation. How's the flight up there? It's pretty good. Uh, Bret Hart's on the flight. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about his brother? No. What about him? Oh, he just fell. Yeah. You know, and then they were just, and then they went and told Bret. So Bret knew. This is all before the internet, too. You got to remember that. So yeah, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. 
kind of ended on a bit of a downer. But uh, nowhere to run, nowhere to run. So, but hey, what do we? You know what? This Sunday, are you still there? Sunday, of course. All right, I'm coming. Big Daddy Wally, good times is coming. And you're coming. We're going. We're gonna have a goddamn party. We're gonna go, and we're gonna go out to uh, the Don Kozlov Kozlov Don Kozlov Arena. Arena. We're gonna see Destiny Wrestling. We're going to see Kevin Nash, meet and greet. And uh, I'm going to thank Kevin Nash because this <laughs> WrestleMania weekend, we went to shenanigans at Gillies. It was his party. He was not there, but he bought us all a shooter. And you could go up to the bar and just say, can I have a shooter from Kevin Nash? And they would give you that shot. And uh, so I got to thank Kevin Nash for that shot at WrestleMania. I was looking forward to meeting him then, and we're going to meet him this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at the Don Kalov Arena, Mississauga, Ontario, Casey Corbin, Reese Turner, Walter J. Ling, and a bunch of wrestlers seeing each other for the first time in a long time. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm super, super stoked about it. And I mean, uh, a bunch of good, good, good boys. So a bunch of good, good boys in the ring, <laughs> and uh, it's gonna be a good card. Um, yeah. There's only one wrestler I don't like on, and I don't like Kobe Durst. I don't like Kobe Durst. I'm just gonna say that right now. I, I don't, don't like, know. I don't like is. Kobe Durst. I don't know. Who that You'll is. see him. The guy's about. He looks like he's 12 years old in the ring. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> 12 years old, Kobe Durst. Okay, Kobe Durst. Kobe Durst. Kobe Durst. When I see Kobe Durst, I go buy a drink. Kobe Durst, quench my thirst. That's what I think. Quench my thirst. Yeah, time to leave and go get a drink. Because no thank you, Kobe Durst. Kobe Durst. Yeah. Not for me. Nope. Kobe, try it again, more likely. Um, Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm just trying to look at I actually made notes this this week. I actually had notes here. A whole bunch of notes. And I got, I was like... Sharpshooter, weak, weak, HBK taps. Yeah, okay. I made that out. The dash and coal, the hand. Yeah, the everything. Everything was great. Great week. Thank you, uh, AEW, WWE, yeah. uh, no, Ottawa, OTT, toughest, uh, Destiny Wrestling. We will see you on Sunday, and yeah. we will talk to you next week. So let us. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Reese. Where? What do you got going on? Oh, I'm at uh, Friday the 13th, which uh, is that today? That'll be today when this airs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's today. Uh, You can catch me at Niagara Falls at Camp Cataract. We're doing a Friday the 13th 420 spectacular. (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's going to be fucking great. We're at camp. We got some uh, locals, me, Walter Ling, Chris Vendito, Katie, uh, we got some Adam kid Wicken. named Jason's mom. He'll be there some too. Kid. Yeah, she's hosting the whole shindig. Yeah, she uh, wears a brown sweater. She's got a machete. <laughs> no, she's chill. She's chill. She's chill. And uh, her son's a bit weird though. He keeps this fucking hockey mask on. Uh, don't fall asleep in the water, especially if you're in a canoe. Don't do that. Don't do that. And don't lie under your don't lie in your cot because. Somebody could be underneath it, and they can just like put your hand over your mouth, and then put a screwdriver through the cot, up through your neck, uh, and then twirl it. And uh, then you're like, so "What?" Gross. I'm like, "That guy, but he had a future." And you're like, "Did he?" 
And you're like, yes, because his name was Kevin Bacon. So Kevin Bacon. That he Kevin Bacon got fried in the first fucking in the first KFC uh, with Jason. Hey, um, so that's great. And uh, I, uh, well, this Thursday, no, this let's see, this uh, Saturday night on the 14th, Saturday the 14th, I will be uh, Toronto Yuck Yucks hosting for Todd Ness. Um, also, then next week after that, I will be in Mississauga at the Mississauga Yuck Yucks uh, on the, the Thursday. There is. I'm not sure where it is, but it's out oh. there. No, it's not a it's not a yuck yucks. It, yeah, I know where it is. Yeah, it's great. I love that place. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll come watch. Uh, it's super close to my house. Cool. You're right down the street from me, Casey. Yeah, yeah. And then on the Friday, Saturday, uh, I believe that's the 13th and 14th, or yeah, I don't know, maybe 17th. I don't know. It's a weekend. <laughs> no, it's an 18th, 19th, maybe. Anyways, that next weekend. Uh, I will be in Niagara Falls hosting for the very, very talented Kathleen McGee from Edmonton, Alberta. She's the best. Yeah. So that's a show I wanted to be on because Kathleen McGee brings the goods every time she uh, performs. She's incredibly funny. Uh, Huge balls, like big balls to get on stage and say the shit that she says. Uh, I don't have those balls. She has those balls. That's why I'm hosting for her. She is fantastic. You guys are going to love her. Come check her out. So with that said, um, yeah, great week in wrestling. CM Punk, I love that you love Bret Hart, but go fuck yourself. I know you don't really hate the Islanders because uh, you already had those tights made up before the Tavares jersey. You just know how to hit us where it hurts because it hurts you. You are hurt by Tavares leaving as well. And I know it. And we all know this all happened because of Christian who has submitted to me that he manifested the entire Tavares leaving the Islanders in his brain a year before and mentioned it on his podcast with Edge. And they do not reek of awesomeness because of it. Ah, now with that said, thank you for joining us today on Never Sleeps Network. I'm Casey Corbin, Reese Turner. Thanks for letting us put a headlock on your ears. And uh, join us next week and hear how uh, I uh, got bashful and uh, nervous around Kevin Nash. Until then, <laughs> <laughs> well, I blushed, I crushed, I uh, peed my pants a little. Uh, <laughs> my mom loved you in Magic Mike. <laughs> I probably will say that. Um, it, it, tune in next week to hear that. Until then, thanks for letting us put a headlock on your ears, and we will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network.